Welcome to the Cut Life Podcast. I am your host, Tahira Joy, founder of The Cut Life, and we have this podcast to bring you the interviews with your favorite celebrity stylists in the game. And I have one that is one of my absolute faves because he's just amazing and always killing it, Mr. Tim Wallace. How uh, are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk to you. I feel like we're besties via social media. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But we still haven't had a chance to have like a proper in-person hug, so we will have to get that soon enough. Yes, we will. But I'm glad to have you on the show, and I have to first congratulate you. You are People's Look of the Week. (laughs) I just saw that, you you know, I'm stalking your gram. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Thank you. And this is a look that you did with Taraji P. Henson, which looks amazing. It looks like kind of like a shorter bob look. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. How does it feel when things like this come across because you have such a busy life you're always traveling you're always preparing for whether it's movies red carpets events and when this happens in the middle of your day how does that make you feel um it it really makes me feel grateful um and it you know it encourages me to keep going because Sometimes this world could be, uh, and I say this world, I'm talking about the beauty industry, it can be overwhelming. And um, it's just like, okay, you must be doing something right. So keep just keep at it. You're doing so many things right. I mean, you had Cardi B giving all sorts of grace and elegance for New York Fashion Week. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely a departure for her everyday style. <laughs> uh, I, I try to bring... You know, my element to, or my aesthetic rather, to everybody that I touch. So um, effortless and and just soft, chic hair is kind of what I go for. And it definitely translates because I feel that your styling technique, I just think of like Jackie Onassis and Felicia Rashad and like just like regal icons (laughs) and you make it modern day. And I love that. I appreciate that so much. You really don't know what that just did for me. Thank you. Oh, well, you know, we're here to celebrate. This is what this platform is for because I know a lot of times, you know, people don't necessarily know all of my story, but I started behind Mm -hmm. the scenes as a publicist so I know what it takes behind the scenes to get things done for people to show up looking fabulous to be able to do their jobs there's tons of other jobs behind that and just with this platform we really wanted to create the space for stylists to be celebrated because you deserve it like your names should be called when they're calling for awards at the oscars and the grammys and the emmys because you are image crafters you're making these artists and actors believable to the public and making them you know, next level, basically. So we have to celebrate you. I, I really, really appreciate it. And, I, you know, I love I love what you're doing. Thank we, you. Um, definitely as a, as a woman of color and uh, a hairstylist that caters to women of color, you know, the platform for us isn't as great as it is for um, our counterparts. So right. I appreciate, you know, what you're doing 
and and I'm I'm all here for it. Thank you. If we can be the Vogue of short hair, we are doing something right. We love that it. part. <laughs> that part. Do you hear me? We love it. So we talked about some recent things that you had going on, and even um the work that you did with the Proud Mary movie. We have something in common. Um, we both worked with Cream of Nature on that campaign in different aspects of course you were the lead stylist and doing I saw you hosting amazing events and giving tips on the looks that you created for the film and then Mm -hmm. in turn they selected um beauty influencers to create content based on the film so I did a whole proud Mary makeover using cream of nature products yeah and it was a lot of fun thank you and so tell me about you know, that balance between working as a celebrity stylist and then also working with brand partners? Um, it takes it takes a, a good team to be able to balance both of those things. I mean, it just takes being a balanced person. I, I find myself to be a really balanced person, or at least I try to be, um, because you don't ever want to get too sucked up into anything that you're doing that you lose who you are. And with a busy schedule... And, um, you know, trying to be a creative and actually do the creative side of things and and be a brand and build yourself and work with different companies, um, it can be a lot. So you have to balance that life out, you know, when it's time to be a creative, I am in that mode. And when it's time to partner and be a brand and, and be, you know, the face for someone else's brand, I have to be in that mode. So I have a really good team that kind of keeps me, you know, keeps me grounded. They're like, okay, Tim, like, we got to get this done. I'm like, oh, shit. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do it. You know, because it's more than just just doing the work. The work is just the, the, that's the fun part about it. But this is a business, too. Absolutely. And you have to, you know, set yourself up as a business and think, long term so you know being a celebrity hairstylist is an amazing opportunity that I feel like God has blessed me with but I also understand that there's a greater purpose you know outside of that so I have to be able to navigate through it so when it's time to just be in a creative space that's what I am I'm always in a creative space but there's times where you need to just fall back and be you know a businessman Absolutely. And when you're dealing with brands, that's what you got to be. You got to be a business person. Absolutely. And knowing how to navigate both worlds is essential. And a lot of that has to do with the foundation of your career. And so let's take it back. You know, we've talked about people in New York Fashion Week and all these amazing things. But let's talk about the start and how. Tell us the story about how you broke into this industry in the first place. Um. So I'll say this. I am a very faith-filled person, very, uh, I don't say religious or spiritual, even though I am a PK. I grew up in the church. But uh, my love for hair literally came for God, from God because I did not see myself being a hairstylist. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Wow. I, <laughs> I thought I wanted to be a choreographer. <laughs> literally, you know, people don't really know that. So, um, but I, my parents kind of encouraged me to go to hair school because I was always intrigued by it. I had a friend growing up, um, childhood friend growing up. His mom did hair out of the house. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. And she would have clients come, you know, in and out. And this one particular client came, and her 
entire demeanor changed once she got finished with getting her hair done. And that just blew my mind. I'm wow. like, really? Like, does it really do that? Now, cut to, I'm 10 years later, the difference that I, you know, have when I get out the barber chair. Right. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it has a very big effect on, you know, your self-esteem and your confidence. So that intrigued me. I ended up going to Dudley Community, uh, Beauty College in Chicago. And literally the first day I started, I fell in love. Wow. Um, throughout the course, I, I made sure I took each course twice. So it took me a year and seven months to complete hair school because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. So you intentionally out. took each course twice? That is such a key nugget. Oh, my gosh. That's such a key nugget of information because... I'm still considered a millennial, but I'm the on the older end of millennials. But I feel like a lot of the younger ones don't realize the importance of hard work and, you know, paying your and dues and interning and all of that. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I have been blessed to not necessarily, I'm like, I'm more so doing assisting now or uh, I assist or I'm on Orlando Peter, um, his his team for fashion week, but by the grace of God, he was just like, Nope, I'm gonna put you in the mix. <laughs> wow. You know, without having to do that. But did I pay my dues? Absolutely. Like I uh moved to Philly from Chicago about nine years ago and um I started working with Michael Vick's wife, Kiafa, which then referred me to Nene Luke. And um from Nene I was able to build uh portfolio and you know, in New York, I started doing uh, test shoots with amazing photographers, and I was assisting um, the team for Fashion Week. So that I, I will consider that assisting job, but I was an assistant for a team for Fashion Week. And then I started working with the Love & Hip Hop entity. Yes. So from that, from I did the season three and four of New York, I did... I think five seasons of Atlanta reunion. Oh my goodness. I, I know that had to yeah, be a lot going on backstage. The last, the, the last Atlanta reunion I did was when that whole fiasco happened with Jocelyn and Stevie and they literally attacked them. Oh, when they went nuts on everybody. And yes. That's when I was like, okay, I can no longer do this. Didn't Tammy's <laughs> ponytail get pulled that day or yes, something crazy? Her ponytail got pulled. Uh, the, the, uh, whole building was like locked down after that for a minute um and i was just like this is you know n no shade to love hip-hop at all but i'm like this is just not the direction it's not your I element it's not, it's not me. <laughs> so i was like you know it paid it literally paid its dues though because from me working love and hip-hop um which shout out to Sakoa hash which is the glam coordinator from uh, for Love and Hip Hop, and she is also a part of my team. But at that time, she was my agent, the Technique Agency. Um, I was able to build a relationship with one of the former members of the show, Olivia, which was a friend of Brandy Norwood. Oh, wow. And Brandy came to Philly. I was, that's the only person that I was starstruck over. Only celebrity starstruck over that could get me to like. <laughs> That voice. <laughs> just it's just every like huge fan of hers. Like 
the only person. When I tell you the only person I've ever been starstruck over. Wow. And she came to Philly, and I just wanted to meet her. Ended up getting her hair done, and I ended up doing it, and that's what took things to the next level. So did she post a picture of her hair she, and tagged you? Uh, and how did it work? Absolutely. The very first night I did her, she loved her hair, and she posted to her Instagram and mentioned me, and that's when everything changed. And I have been working with her ever since then. Wow. That is crazy how her, that goes. Everything has just been literally word of mouth. I tell people all day, God is my agent. I love it. I love it. But let's not mistake that you have actual agents on this earth as well, because I talked to a couple to get this interview booked. I said, you better look at Tim over here booked and busy. I'm just trying to get in where I fit in on his schedule. I love it. Oh, no, absolutely. Anytime you need me, I got you. No, absolutely. I I, I appreciate, you know, what you're doing and and shedding light to, um, so, you know, ethnic hairstylist. I love it. Yes. And let's talk about, as a stylist, how you are obviously responsible for the images, maintaining the images of the clients that you work with. But then I've noticed that you also are very conscious of your own image and just, you know, working out, because I'm sure you have to keep up with the the stamina to keep up with the travel schedule and all of that. And then I saw, I was like, oh, hold on. Tim just popped up on my timeline with some blonde in his hair and these (laughs) new glasses popping. I'm like, what is going on over here? Tim is about to host a show or something. Something Uh, is brewing. What did you just say? You just saw the picture recently with me with blonde? I think so. Because I have have been blonde before. And, of course, as we, you know, we know blonde is, very difficult to keep up right uh and definitely having short hair so i'm the one that i don't want to see any roots and i don't like to see yellow at all so right right and my hair grows really fast so i was sometimes bleaching my hair twice a week wow twice a week yes because then if you get any bit of sun it's gonna get yellow yes i I could imagine OCD, like, I hate yellow. I hate the yellow tone. I hate any brassy tone in my hair. So I was frying my hair out. I had to give it a break. Yeah. um, But it had became such a part of my look that I was just cringing every day I saw myself with dark hair. So I literally went back to blonde last Thursday. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, because I wasn't familiar with the blonde the first go around, but I saw Mm -hmm. it as something new recently, which obviously you said you've been doing it before. But I think that it speaks volumes to, you know, having your own signature image as well that can kind of help people identify you because there are... So many stylists out here, but, Absolutely. you know, you're identified by your work, obviously, but also by your professionalism and all of those things that go along with it. So how about because um, we have, you know, everyday women that follow us, but we do have a ton of stylists that follow us that mm-hmm. maybe work in the salon and they're like, you know what? I want to work with celebrities. I want to do hair for movies and all of that stuff. What are some maybe simple tips, not even necessarily simple tips, but some tips that you would give some people that are aspiring to be where you are right now? I always tell people research. Mm-hmm. Research anything you do. Anything you want to get into, research it before you, you get into it. Because 
you'll end up getting into something and you'll figure out later that this isn't what you expected it to be or anticipated it to be, or you just may realize that it's not what you want to do. Right. And this industry, um, specifically, I feel like so many people definitely with social media being such an influence. And I, and I, I say this all the time, I am not a social media hairstylist and right. there's no disregard to anybody that is, or the ones that came up, you know, in that era. But when I was coming into the game, I knew all the top artists before I even, you know, got to do. I love that researching the key hairstylists that were already doing celebrities, right? That's how I patterned my career after the Oscar James and the Orlando Peter and Paolo Guido and Sam McKnight and Kyra. You better run those names, yes. And we you just know, had Kaya Wright on our podcast. And I saw that. And Ursula, Ursula Stephen kicked it off. Yes. I look up to, you know, and I admire them because they have set the tone. They set the blueprint. And the ones before them, you know, you have to give honor where it's due. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. Right. Know, absolutely. Of course, you know, God is the source. So. That's number one. and But he uses people to be resources, and they were a resource for how to make it in this, this business um, or just, you know, how to pattern myself. But I will say because of social media being such a big influence now, people think it's just this glitz and glam, glamorous life. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a lot of hard work. Even though you love what you do, you can still love what you do and still put in a lot of work. Right. It's a lot of care on your body. You know, um, I struggled with weight for so long, you know, and three years ago, I, well, not three years ago, two years ago, I had a gastric sleeve procedure, which helped me lose 128 pounds. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. I had to do it on my own in terms of, you know, doing the footwork, but it was something, it was a stepping stone. But trying to maintain eating right and uh, working out when you're working a 20-hour day. That's a know, lot, yeah. It's not for the week. <laughs> it's not for the week at all. If, if you are not cut out for it, you will not stand a chance. But because so many people feel like this is a life, this is a life, it's like um, they tend to not realize that or don't even get to see what goes on in the back of that. Right. How you have to sacrifice um how you have to sacrifice uh, personal you know, time. <laughs> so much. You have to sacrifice finances. You got to sacrifice spending time with family, missing important things, and you know your family's life, having a love life, everything. Yes. You, to, you, you know you just don't know. So I will. That's my. I, if, if any advice I can give, research, research this business, study it. Get to know what you're getting yourself into before you dive in. Absolutely. And I would say even if you do think that you are this amazing hairstylist, if you want to break into another area of the industry, you have to understand that there will be times where you'll have to humble yourself and how you talked earlier about assisting and being of service. And that's one of the best ways to break in to any arena is be of service, be of value to people, be an asset. And when you get those opportunities, exceed expectations so that they'll want to continue to hire you. I think that is so important. So let's 
um, go to a fun question. When okay. you're working with celebrities, um, has there ever been a time where you just creatively, they wanted to try something with their hair or do something for like an event appearance or what have you. And you just knew that this particular look was just not going to work. And you had to just kind of give them the listen, <laughs> let's try this. Um, <laughs> I haven't had any issues to where I didn't stand by or didn't believe in what was being produced. Okay. And I, I explain to clients, you know, all the time, the energy has to be great between us because if not, then I'm not inspired. Right. And if I'm not inspired by um, who I'm working with or, you know, what I'm doing, then you're, you won't get my best work. Not only that, you hire me for my expertise. Exactly. Allow me to do my job. Now, I do get, you know, you do like what you like and you do uh, dislike what you dislike, but allow me to do my job. That way you can get the best results. I've, I haven't had any issues like that. Well, that's good to hear. That's great. And I think that speaks to the energy that you put out there as well. And honestly, you know, I would say one of your muses, I'm just going to put it out there, Miss Taraji (laughs) P. Henson, you are able to take her in so many directions with her hair from the natural big chop with the textured curls to sleek wavy bobs to you know she's I mean it just goes on and on and on like long looks with the middle part I love that and you know there's so many things that you're able to do um with her not only as a character in you know the parts that she plays but also just you know everyday life and appearances and things like that and tell us about that experience I'm sure it's a lot of fun you know working with her because she seems to be fearless in trying new things with her hair she is and that stems back to me being inspired yes when I'm inspired and you trust my my creativity you'll get the best best of me she what I love about her most is that she she trusts the people in their gift I love like, that. this is what I, you know, this is your, your expertise. And she allows you to be, to be a creative. She literally is like, and she'll say it. She's our lifetime party. I love it. And she's consistent with the team too, which, which is absolutely. something that I noticed. something that you pray for. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you pray for, pray for loyalty and longevity with these clients. And that's where God comes through that. in. I went through right? Absolutely. I went through, you know, not necessarily chasing the girls, but I went through my, you know, getting a call from this one for a, a stint for three months or six months in X, Y, and Z. And I went through a, a down time where I was, I almost gave up. I almost was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. Like, because social media plays a very big influence on you as well. You looking like, well, why I didn't get this call or definitely when you are a true creative, you become very sensitive to your art. Right. So, you know, if I would see a client out, at another event, and I've just spent the last three to six months with you, and I'm seeing you with someone else, it makes me question me. I always a, wondered that because creative. I always wondered that about celebrities because you might see them with a consistent person, and you're like, that person does their hair, but then there may be another 
moment or season or reason that they may work with someone else for certain things. And I've always wondered what the energy was like between those stylists, because I know sometimes it could be a scheduling issue and Hey, this stylist has other clients. It's a a scheduling issue. When you see, when you see the track, that's like, you've been seeing me with Taraji for the past year and a half. Yes. If you don't, if you see her with someone else, just hypothetically speaking, spill the tea, Tim. Spill the tea. I'm just saying (laughs) it would it would necessarily in this situation would be a scheduling conflict. Okay, got it. That you know, for me, I'm loyal to who's loyal to me. Right. And I'm loyal. I'm loyal. Period. But you know, she's she's my priority. She's my number one client. So that's the one that gets top priority. And I noticed for you that I haven't, I see in other stylists as well, but I I can tell that you do have that strong relationship, the two of you, because I noticed that your work isn't just placed in one arena. Like you're working with her for editorial, for television, Mm -hmm. for red carpet. And so it's very clear that you are her go-to, but I know there are other circumstances with other celebrities and other stylists, or I don't know if they have a LA person or a New York person, or they have they someone who's they have red a, carpet and someone have, who's, you know. And that's what I have to learn. I have to learn that you like what you like, and you have to go with, you know, who you feel some some stylists want a different, um, a different effect, and each or some clients rather want, you know, a different effect and they go to who they feel can deliver the job. Right. But so you're going on record to say Taraji is my client and unless they she, unless I am sick and client. shut in, I will be there. So thank you very much. I love it. I love it. I mean I that's that's real because I think people just don't they don't realize the ins and outs and, you know, the collaboration. But you would hope that stylists, even if they do sometimes work on the same clients, that they still have a positive rapport with each other. But I'm sure there Absolutely. are some diva antics here and there. But probably. Ho- probably. With this one, you ain't dealing with it. Okay, good. Because I know, I, know, I know my gift and I know where it came from. Yes, yes. And, you, you know, I can't do what you do and you can't do what I do. Hashtag blessed and, and unbothered. Blessed and unbothered. And we <laughs> both can be great and still build. You know, that's the problem now in the world, definitely with people of color. Right. Is that we don't know how to be okay. It's it's security. It is. And who you are and what you got. It is. I'm secure in my gift. Hopefully we can all come together and support each other because I, I feel pray. that we are in this amazing moment of just black excellence times a hundred Wakanda forever. Right. Wakanda forever. (laughs) So it's like, if you are not taking advantage of this opportunity to better yourself and to better, you know, the people that are in your community, then you are losing right now because the opportunities are open there. The world's eyes are on us. Honestly, they are, and they are seeing. I mean, always have been, though. Yes, true, because they steal our cornrows and they steal our. They steal everything. You know, all of our swag. Every we are the culture. We are the people. We have influenced the world. Yes, absolutely. Well, Tim, I absolutely (laughs) adore you. I love this tea spilling session. We're going to have to obviously have you come back um, and talk some more and do some more things with the cut life. I'll be in Atlanta um, like 
April 19th-ish oh, to perfect. like the end of June. Oh, oh, awesome. So we're hanging out then. Movie. We are. Yeah, we're, we're doing. make it happen this time. Absolutely. We have to. And everyone who is listening, you can follow um, Tim on Instagram. It's T-Y-M Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E, hair. So Tim Wallace hair on Instagram. We're obviously always hashtag posting. Hashtag Tossed by Tim. We can't forget that. Hopefully I get to sit in the Tossed by Tim chair <laughs> one day and get Let's me a cute it. little, you know, situation popping. I'm, I'm so here for it. Yes, I love it. But we will definitely continue to support you and everything that you're doing Likewise. thank you so much um thank for you. joining us and this is just you know see you later no goodbyes we'll see you Absolutely. soon <laughs> okay and, and continue blessings we'll definitely be talking to you soon thank you tim thank you for having me no problem bye bye